You are listening to the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. الحمد لله الذي جعل حج بيته الحرام سببا في ثبات العبد على الدوام وصلاح حاله في سائر الأيام وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الملك العلام وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله خير من حج وصام وداوم على طاعة ربه واستقام صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه البررة الكرام أما بعد Respected listener of Merkel Sahaba the voice of أهل السنة والجماعة Zakaria Samir welcomes you once again from Western Area Studios of Marka Sahaba into another new episode of your afternoon program, Ma'Allah. We usually start our program with a reminder. Firstly, I thank the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his great ni'mas. While I cannot say all, because if I say all, that means the favors that the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon me are limited, numbered. While the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his holy book, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا And if you try to number the favors that the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored you with, you're not going to be able to count them. Unlimited. Subhanallah. For me, yes. For me, for you, for him, for her, especially if you are a follower of the instructions of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a follower of the sunan of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then your bounties are unlimited, unnumbered. You cannot number it. You cannot say 300,016. You can't because they are more than that. They are more than that. 
with every favor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored you with. There is so many branches of that one favor. Now if you gather all the ni'mas, all the bounties, do you think that you can gather them? No, we cannot. وَلَن تُحْصُوهَا You are not going to be able to number them. You are not going to be able to remember all of them and mention all of them because many of them are unnoticed by us, respected listener. Unnoticed. You can see that your system in your chest, in your stomach is working. You can feel it's working. But do you know what is working? You know what is the functions of every part of you that is working? No, you don't know. You don't know and you won't be able to know. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanallah al-Azim. In the last few days, respected listener, the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored part of us to go and visit his house. The house, Baytullah al-Haram. Baytullah al-Haram. Al-Ka'ba al-Mukarramah. Al-Musharrafah. Al-Haram. And he made it possible for them to accomplish one of the greatest missions, the greatest pillars of Ibadah. And with that Ibadah, which is Hajj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthened their Iman, strengthened their hearts in its connections with the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The entire Muslim nation, the entire Muslim Ummah, were celebrating those first 10 days of the month of the Hijjah. The Muslim nation, all, wherever they are, sacrificed and followed the sunnah of Sayyidina Ibrahim. Subhanallah, 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 in all voices, with all voices, with all languages, many tears, many tears dropped in those days on Arafat there were many tears around the Kaaba there were many tears by the Hajar al-Aswad there were many tears by the Jamarat there were many tears Subhanallah alladhi Subhanallah, glory to the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one and the only one who has made it and invited those slaves of his to come near him, near his house, near his bait. Subhanallah. Isn't that a great favor? As the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in Surah Yunus, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
قل بفضل الله وبرحمته فبذلك فليفرحوا هو خير مما يجمعون and say with the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his mercy that he bestowed upon you be happy be happy be happy and glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he is better than anything else that you collect and you gather in your whole entire life subhanallah subhanallah what a great favor what a great favor and i'm sure that you listeners of Merkaz sahaba were alive with us when we were doing that interview on the day of arafah when we were talking and suddenly the rain falls mercy bounty rahmah subhanallah walhamdulillah ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم Now there is a question What is after Hajj? What is after Hajj? And how can the slave of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be acting after he has fulfilled that wonderful ibadah, Hajjul Bayt al Haram. To answer this question, we need to realize that since that the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has wiped out all your sins, everything, wiped it out completely. You came back to your family as if you have been born today. Born today. And the person or the baby, when he is born, then what do we find in his book? Blank, still clean, white, not one scratch even until he starts growing up. Then he will start choosing and then he will start going to the direction that he wants. So that means, respected listener, although you, Haji or Hajiya, are old, you might be even older than I am, but you are considered as if you have been reborn once again. Reborn once again now it's up to you which direction that you need to go which direction that we need to go respected listener after that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored us with such a great favor a great favor I cannot I cannot imagine how great this is the more you say great great that that expression does not actually give you the real meaning of the massive rahmah that the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showered upon you, O Hajjaj. And we, as the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but the Haji has a, a bit of an advanced type of a favor that he was, his sins were wiped out completely. 
So how do you want to proceed in your life? Let us read the Quran. Let us read the Quran and see how did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directed us. And from there, we take it. In Surah An-Nur, Ya Subhanallah, Ya Subhanallah, Surah An-Nur, the light, the light, the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because He is the Nur. What the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وتوبوا إلى الله جميعا أيها المؤمنون لعلكم تفلحون الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر it's a one ayah it's a one ayah but if you follow this ayah, you will be of the successful ones. What he said? وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ And repent. Repent. Repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of you. All of you. Not only the hujjaj. Not only the... All of you. All of you. Oh, believers. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ And repent to Allah, all of you, O believers, لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So you may be among the successful ones. And, respected listener, do not think that there is seasons to obey Allah and seasons that you don't have to. No, <laughs> no, not in Ramadan only you need to obey Allah. No, 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 no. Not only when you're going for Hajj you must obey Allah. No, absolutely not. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to take a portion of his rahmah, a portion of his care, a portion of his forgiveness during those seasons, during those days. For instance, the day of Ashura, or the, the, uh, the, the month of Ramadan, or the month of, uh, the, during the Eid time, uh, during, uh, during uh, big nights, as we mention, as we say, as we believe. Yes, but it isn't as such. It is that you need to keep on repenting by following the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By following. Yes, astaghfirullah. Oh Allah, I'm not going to do this once again. Khalas. Khalas. Help me and assist me to stay away from whatever I was doing wrong, ya Allah. And what do you do? Yes, you have requested, you have asked your dua. And is, is, it, is it all? Is that what you need to do only? No. You need to work on it yourself. I know of some people, Bismillahi, Allah. Once they decided, hey, I am doing wrong, I am not going to do it again. I repent to Allah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. And I've asked him, but from my side, I have to do something about it. 
لن يغير الله ما بقوم حتى يغيروا ما بأنفسهم الله is not going to change conditions surrounding people unless they change themselves first or they start changing themselves then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees that oh no you are sincere or you have the intention and Allah helps and they become successful and they stay away from the wrong that they were doing what wonderful people those are those are the ones who we supposed to imitate and become like yes respected listener yes so now Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen after we came from Hajj after we came from Hajj then we have to change our route even if you was doing well before hajj you was doing good after hajj you must do better you must do better yes you must do better and the best thing to do once you come from hajj respected listener is to don't worry about this dunya do not worry about this dunya look forward for the Akhirah. Build in Akhirah. Don't build here. Don't build here. Whatever you build here is not for you. It's for somebody else who will come and inherit you. And take your hard, your hard time that you have spent building, your sweat that you, that you have perspired trying to build for him or for her. You're not going to gain anything. So, in order for you to gain, then you must build for the Akhirah, not for this dunya. And even you can build in this dunya for the sake of Akhirah, like those ones who build masajid, those ones who donate to, masa- to, to hospitals, those ones who look after people, they are building. They are building. In this dunya, they are building. But they are building for the Akhirah, not for the dunya. Not for the dunya. The target is not dunya. The target is akhirah. And those are the successful people. Those are the intelligent people. Those ones that we need to imitate. Those ones that we need to be with. Insha'Allah. Rabbil Alameen. Remember something that I have mentioned before. And I would like to mention now. The ayah in Surah Al-Hajj, number 37, where the Almighty Allah Jalla Jalalu says, Allah is not going to gain anything of its flesh or its blood. But what is going to reach Allah? The right, the right in translation for this, that is nothing will reach Allah of its flesh and of its blood or the fur or the horns or anything that you have sacrificed for Allah. So what, what is going to reach Allah then? If nothing of this is going to reach Allah, so what is going to reach Allah? The taqwa. 
the taqwa your awareness your awareness of allah your awareness of allah you know respected listener i thank the almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this favor i'm not trying to 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 to, to tell you uh, what what wonderful things i'm doing i'm doing nothing that is that is beyond standard beyond standard actually i am i do so much of basic things i don't do better i don't go further i try as much as possible and as what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows me to do every time alhamdulillah wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah al-aliyyil azim once the knife goes over the neck of the sheep and i say bismillah allahu akbar allahumma minka wa ilayk in the name of allah the great oh allah this is from you i'm going back to you knowing that nothing of the meat is going to reach allah nothing of the blood is going to reach allah so what is going to reach allah the taqwa the sincerity the sincerity that you have in your heart and after the blood is is spilled of the of the animal you feel so you feel happy you feel something good if you don't feel respected listener that means there is something wrong you have to feel you have to feel if your intention is there just like when you go and you take the pieces of of the flesh or the meat and distribute it and give it to your neighbor to your friend to the poor to the needy to whoever you have to feel happy if you don't feel happy that means your intention is not right yes because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inserts inserts this feeling in you in your heart how will you pay him back how will he pay you how will he give you something in return of what you have given you saying that you are giving this to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala isn't allah going to be happy absolutely he is going to be although he is not reaching nothing is going to reach him but happy because of your taqwa and therefore allah the almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala the most generous the most generous gives you a feeling back in your heart of happiness just like when you give somebody a beggar something from your heart not from your pocket from your heart you will feel good you will feel happy why because allah was happy therefore he made you happy subhanallah and that feeling respected listener of happiness is not like any other feeling of happiness that oh you succeeded you passed you got your degree or oh, you you had a job or oh, oh, you succeeded you passed the interview or oh, you met somebody a long time you didn't see or oh, you've seen your child who was out and then he came back or oh, whatever type of happiness it is not equivalent to the happiness that the almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts in your heart in return of something good that you have done for him no other feeling can replace it and when you taste it 
Then you want more of it. Then you want more of it. And Allah, the Almighty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, gives you the chance to do it. وَلَئِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ Of course. Did you thank Allah? Maybe the lips did not thank Allah. But the heart thanked the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you more. So you can give more to Him. So He gives you more. And you give more to Him. Give more to Him. Nothing will reach Him. It's, it's all for the people around you and for yourself. Nothing will reach Him. But why Allah is so happy? He is happy because you was aware of Him. You was thinking of Him. And this is the greatest of the feelings of the Haji when he comes back home. He will feel extremely happy. Extremely happy. And once you mention something about Kaaba, about the Hajar al-Aswad, about somebody met him there, about some meeting, about an incident, about whatever, then his heart starts shivering and wanting to go back. Wanting to go back. Begging to go back. He will do whatever he could in order to go back because of the feeling that he receives when he comes home. When he comes home, the feeling there is normal. Yes, you feel close to Allah. You feel, you feel like there is an environment that is completely undescribable. But the happiness, the joy you receive when you come back, when you finish your mission, when you have done your job, then you come home, then you see the Allahu Akbar, something beyond imagination. Happiness. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take me and all of you respected listeners to Ardullah al-Haram. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connect us with him all the time. Make us aware of him all the time. And make us amongst those ones who are going to live their lives successfully. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. WhatsApp us on 084-786-3132.